Welcome to Hey You and welcome to 2023. It's a brand new semester and a brand new year. That means there are new opportunities to grow and a brand new episode of BCA Banter. I'm Canyon and today I'm joined by Riley, DeGaulle, and Athena. Today we'll be talking about New Year's resolutions and how those things we want to work on are going to help us with our careers. We'll end with some 2023 predictions and once again, welcome to Hey You. I'll get started. Something that I want to work on is maintaining a better work-life balance. So I feel like I don't take enough breaks. I work, overwork myself a little too much. And when I do have a break or I feel like I have nothing to do, I get a little worried. Like, why do I have free time? I'm sure there's something I could be doing. I look at the things on my list and I get started on things too early when I could have relaxed and actually given myself a break that would have benefited me just as much as doing the work that I was doing too far in advance anyway. So I really want to work on taking actual breaks, not just 15 minute breaks in between doing one piece of homework and the other, but like genuinely putting my phone down or closing my laptop earlier in the night, actually winding down before I go to bed, not doing homework up until the second that I go to bed, because I do that a lot, and actually giving myself grace over not doing homework in all my free time. I actually want to take a break chill, relax. I feel like that'll be really beneficial, just as beneficial as doing homework all the time because I'm sure I need it. I think taking more of a break and taking more breaks and better breaks is going to help me once I get a job and enter the workforce because I'll actually go home at the end of a day and not have anything work-related to do or hopefully not have anything work-related to do and it might seem weird once that happens and I go home and I'm like, what am I supposed to do now? But I think if I can work on having more of a work-life balance now, I'll be set up to manage that wisely once that happens in the future. I think that's a really good New Year's resolution. Thank you. Do you think you're going to start implementing it right away, or do you think it's going to take a lot of time to get used to it? I feel like it'll take some time. I feel like it'll be an adjustment, or maybe I'll forget that I made it because I'll want to do stuff. And... It might not be easy at first, but I'll try as hard as I can to make it work from the beginning. I think for me, my resolution is kind of similar to yours. So I used to definitely be the person that was like constantly stuck on productivity mode. Like I never wanted to give myself breaks and I'm happy that I kind of broke out of that. But I think for me, my resolution is to start allocating my free time wiser and just work on overall time management. I think that There's a lot of hobbies I really enjoy and like passion projects that I always say that I don't have time for, but then I realize that like there's a lot of time that kind of just goes untapped and wasted. And so I think my 2023 resolution is to just incorporate those things, take the breaks that I need, but do it in a way that's more beneficial to me. So how did you implement the breaks and then how did you stray where it didn't become as beneficial? I think something that was super helpful was like not worrying about being ahead of the game all the time and like focus on like, okay, everything that's due tonight, tomorrow, the next couple days are done. Like I can take two hours and watch a movie or go out to dinner with friends and not worry about something not being done that doesn't really need to always be done right away. So I think that that was really helpful. 
And using my planner and all that and like scheduling my time pretty wisely and like being pretty organized has helped as well. So how did it become unmanaged? Unmanaged. I would say because my 2022 resolution was to take breaks, I kind of took that overboard, I would say. I started getting used to taking a lot of breaks or my breaks would be a lot longer because I was so used to not taking them before. So I think I ended up procrastinating more than getting stuff done ahead of time, which kind of negated the, you know, there was no break work-life balance. It was just kind of like more breaks than grind sessions. So it got a little hard to manage. Okay. So it's important to like balance balance it, actually balance it. And I think that once I get the perfect kind of formula for balance, it's going to be really helpful in the future when I'm in the workforce because all my work can be done when it needs to be done. And then all my free time can be allocated to things that I really enjoy. Yeah. And what would you say some hobbies are like that you actually want to start pursuing? Um, I love art. I really want to incorporate art in my life again. I think that's something that I miss out on. And then there's a lot of like, I'm a marketing major, so I love design. And there's a lot of design work that I'd love to research, learn more about, but I never really feel like I have the time to do so. But I think once I start managing my time better, I'll be able to learn a lot more and explore art and design. Riley, you touched on this a little bit, but I think one of the main focal points I want for 2023 is kind of organization as a whole, um, and more specifically like within class, so classwork and like how I um, approach different classes. I think like I think I'm really good at taking notes during class, but I found that often they're not as organized as they could be, and it just makes it a little more challenging. Like going back before the exam and you know having like all these different topics laid out the way I'd want them to to study. Um, and I think that also goes hand in hand with like being more organized in my planner or um, having due dates more laid out. And I think that makes, you know, it kind of all goes into each other, but that leads to being more time managed when you can like see all your dates right in front of you and being able to plan that out. So what do you use to take notes for your classes? Um, I just do, I think paper and pencil okay. is what I do mostly. I just have a notebook for each class and then okay. or I divide a notebook into a couple of spots, but if you were interested in doing online notes, I think OneNote is really cool because you can you have like each class can be laid out and then in your online format and mm-hmm. then there's tabs for each class. Gotcha. So like yeah. you could have like a class and then a tab for each chapter or something and it makes like uh-huh. studying and organizing really yes. easy. So even if you were to handwrite all your notes and then maybe go back and like type them in. Yeah, like a summary or something like that. Yeah, like a summary. And then you can go back and it makes studying a lot easier. Interesting. Yeah, it's basically like your notebook in like document on online. Yeah. Riley showed it to me and I haven't. That's what I use now. Oh, interesting. Like it's so, it's like an application on your computer. Mm -hmm. It's Microsoft, so like you get it. And it's basically like physical notebook in digital form. It's really, really great. Thank you for showing me, Riley, because it is awesome. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Definitely. Definitely. Nice. Yeah, I think mine kind of goes hand in hand with management and time management. I'd say for me, one thing I want to focus on in 2023 is building skills outside of the classroom to be successful. So one thing I've been looking into is like certificate programs or just like, I guess, some type of coding practices because I will be an IS major. I think building those skills would be important to, I guess, separate myself from the majority of students and also give myself more skills that maybe more in demand or more useful when I actually do apply for positions. So that's something I've been looking into. Yeah, I feel like clubs too, like actually joining a club. Mm -hmm. I really feel like I need to join a club or something. I'm not involved really in anything. 
and that like helps you get connections and sure, yeah. I really like the certificate thing like you know it seems like it can be hard to put something else on your plate mm. that isn't like within credits or like it's just personally beneficial but it really is important to do those things so I definitely think I need to work on that too and and making networking just like making a priority to network more and talk to my professors more that's probably good would be really helpful so you bring up a really good one and I think something that's really important is a lot of people focus on oh my exams need to be good my GPA needs to be good like I need certain class requirements and it's like yeah that's great but at the end of the day like we are all graduating from the same university and so the things that really matter when you're wanting to differentiate yourself as a candidate is what you do outside of class and how you allocate your time because if you can show even in an interview that you have hobbies or that you do have those outside certificates I think that's sometimes more important than the classes you take and the GPA you have and how you perform on your exams because oftentimes everyone kind of is in the same boat. Yeah. They can give you something else to talk about in yeah. an interview and personalize yeah. yourself. And with clubs, also case competitions. Yeah. I want to take more advantage of case competitions. Even though they seem really daunting, I feel like, you know, it could be beneficial and you could potentially, like, get money from it. So, yeah. I don't know, that could be should be something I take advantage of as well this yeah. next year, whether it be spring or fall semester. I just, just push myself to do it. An extra experience mm-hmm. to talk yeah. about. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for sharing your resolutions. I think it's really awesome to kind of go around and hear where people are in different spots in their academic and personal journeys and all that. So that was really fun. Um, so now we're going to go into our fun final segment. So we're going to do 2023 predictions. Um, Anything from pop culture, work-related, anything like that. So, who wants to start? I can go ahead and start since I think my prediction will be coming up the soonest. So, my prediction is for the Rose Bowl. And as most listeners would know, the youths are playing in the Rose Bowl again. And they will be playing Penn State this year. So, I think they have a better chance of winning the game and coming out victorious. So, I'm excited because I will be attending the game. And my score prediction for the game, I want to say, would be 34 to 20 mm. random number but i was gonna say is there any reason why you chose that number or just um i'd say because i think the utes have a really good high scoring offense so they'll be able to score a lot of points but so will the other team but ultimately we'll i think we'll we'll do a little bit better why what's what's the what's penn state ranked right now i think they're ranked number 10 or 11 okay. and the youth are ranked number seven how can we yeah. be ranked number seven didn't we win shouldn't we be number one so is that why you think we're going to win just because of the numbers or is there something else like um, we're just genuinely I, better I think we're ranked higher because we're better because last year we played Ohio State and they were ranked higher and they were a better team so we lost but okay. high hopes this time around have we won a Rose Bowl no so this will be the first one in school's history oh that's so cool well, I hope we win I guess the people this is coming out this episode is coming out in January, so we'll already have known what happened. <laughs> yeah. So if you're listening and we won, then yay for DeGaulle. If not, if it'll not, be a sad day in the If not, pretend that wasn't his 2023 prediction. <laughs> yes. Well, good. Go Utes. I hope we win. I think that 2023, I think it's already been starting and already been accumulating, but I think that people are starting to get annoyed with the traditional, like, hyper rich 
crazy out there celebrities, kind of like their Kardashians. I feel like people are starting to, you know, want something more relatable and they realize that these people are just not relatable. They don't have the same problems and things that us normal folks are going through. And I think people are starting to realize they don't want that, like, rich lifestyle shoved down their throats anymore Mm -hmm. because of just how disconnected from reality they are. So I think that 2023 will finally see the, not fall, I feel like it's a little dramatic, but um, decrease in viewership of big, huge, outlandish celebrities like their Kardashians and starting to really stop putting them on a pedestal and start realizing that they are not anything special or they're just not as needed to watch and view and just think about what because people are influenced you know like influencers and people are starting to like the influencers that are actually relatable to their life and can influence them in a relatable way not in like the way that they can't ever hopefully i mean i don't maybe not but they can't ever achieve things like the kardashians so they'd rather hear from people who are similar to them than so far out from them so i think this year we'll see people move away from loving people like the Kardashians. So it's fall of the major celebrity, but not fall of the influencer, you think? Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the, the hyper celebrities who like have the most unattainable things that, yeah. like, in our lifetime, most of us will never see. That's an, that, that'll go away. They'll like, they'll still have their core fans and like, they'll still make money, but I feel like more people are going to shift in liking them. And then, I think influencers are still... I'm still influenced. Yeah. <laughs> the smaller the smaller creators will rise. Yes. And year. hopefully they stay humble and yeah. stay, like, in their lane. But, yeah. Yeah, because it's good to hear from people who relate to you and have tips and stuff on, like, things that you can actually relate to. But listening to the Kardashians talk, you can't really relate to anything that they yeah. have to say. But you can relate to the other smaller influencers who have a day job, who have a family, who go to school... Those are people you'd yeah. rather hear from. Definitely. Canyon, what's your uh, 2023 prediction? So the one I prepared was a personal prediction, but I guess, I don't know, it could be perceived more as a goal. But um, over the school year, I'll be, or this upcoming semester, I'll be working as a PCA again. But over the summer, I'm going to try and get a summer job at the airport and utilize some flight benefits. So <laughs> I decided not to do an internship this summer. Um because I did an internship last summer and I think I'm planning to do kind of one later on when I'm a little more specified in what I want to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I chose to not really do, I'd say like a career building job, but I think I want to like take the summer and travel on the weekends and stuff as much as I can. So what is your job going to entail? <laughs> so it'll be, to be honest, I can't really tell you the direct title, but okay. it's going to be the individual with the light up sticks oh, the on the wrong the cone Wait, guy why is that what you chose couldn't you like work at starbucks in, a, in the airport or do anything in i don't know how the benefits work other places i have a handful oh, okay. of friends that do that you are in this job right sure now sure that this job will get you i'm 100 percent sure so what's the training like for the cone guys it's a big onboarding process so especially just being at an airport there's a lot of like security oh, yeah, precautions and whatnot um but yeah, I think, so what I've heard, it's like a month and a half, two month onboarding process, a lot of background checks and stuff like that. But then I hear it's like the hours are pretty flexible. You can switch around shifts quite a bit. So it seems kind of like the perfect travel okay. summer job. You can just kind of take the weekends and go wherever you want. Where do you, almost free. Where do you think you're going to travel to? 
with these benefits? I don't know. So they're <laughs> haven't gone that far yet, but I think um, they're the benefits are the correlate mostly with Delta and United, I believe. Um, so they have their individual hubs. Um, I think domestic is almost completely free. Um, it's all standby, but then abroad, it's like, I think it'll come out to about like a hundred bucks a ticket or something. So, <laughs> or a little bit more, but not much. So, wow. oh my goodness. I, don't, I don't know. How Hopefully, do you know they're hiring for this? Um, I have friends that work there right now. So oh, okay. I think they, apparently they hire in rounds. So you kind of have to try and time it, but. I might do it a little bit before the summer or a little yeah, bit after. Yeah, because it's two but... months for onboarding. That's like almost yeah, whole summer. Almost yeah, almost yeah. Well, yeah. I have a kind and of plan now. Then maybe you know, get <laughs> but... started now. Yeah, yeah, I could. So you also are allowed to give buddy passes at this wow. job. So for this upcoming semester, I'm going to get buddy passed. So I'll have benefits, but I won't start working there. Okay. From a friend that works there now. And then I think he'll leave and I'll start working. I'll give him my buddy passes. Uh, what about us? There's the BCA banter team. Hey, you team. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it all works out. But <laughs> see him on the runway with the coach yeah. Yeah. when we're coming back from wherever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's... Are you afraid? Like, well, you're not afraid of anything, but, like, what if you, like, direct <laughs> them in the wrong way? Probably be fired. Yeah. You know, but I'm going to try my best not to, so... <laughs> I'm jealous. Yeah, that's uh, super cool. Well, that's not we'll my. See if it works, but. It's not my 2023 prediction or goal. I wish it was, but I guess work it's not related. Too late. It's not too late. It's <laughs> never too late. Um, but something that I've seen a ton online is people are talking about four day work weeks being mm. popularized, and that to me sounds pretty awesome. And yes. I think 2023 prediction is that's going to be more popular, especially with remote working being so popular now too. I just feel like productivity-wise, a four-day work week could be really beneficial. And then, like, even going off of, like, our New Year's resolutions, wanting to have better time management, incorporating more hobbies, that's something that's possible if you have a four-day work week. So I think if it could be done right, it could be done effectively, I think it'd be really cool. So my 2023 prediction is that more businesses are going to try to test it out and see how it goes. Yeah, that would be so cool. I mean... I've never had, a, like, a 9 to 5, 40-hour week, but I can imagine it is brutal. Yeah, so. and I feel like by Friday, there's no way not everyone is already checked out. You know, yes. like, yes. Get, or Monday morning, like, no more Sunday scaries. I'm down for that. And aren't a lot, like, I've heard, I think a lot of places, like, no, oh, I don't know how many, but they, like, close on Friday around 2. They yeah. already close a little bit, or some mm-hmm. places already close a little bit earlier. Yeah. So, you know, it's not as many hours, not the whole day that some of these yeah. places would be closing. I don't know. I feel like that would be really cool. Yeah. Especially if, if it happens once we enter and like yeah. next year. Yeah. yeah awesome. and Perfect. I feel like too, it's not even about like, oh, I don't want to work five days a week. I feel like the misconception is like, oh, well, people don't want to work five days a week. And I'm like, I don't think it's that. I just feel like if you can get things done in four days, then why waste an extra day? That's you know? true. But instead yeah. of having we'll, like we'll four days or five days where like every – Every hour you take, like, a little break and your boss doesn't know or something. Yeah. Like, you're genuinely working for four days and then you have that break. Yeah. I could see, like, a few companies adopting it and then kind of having, like, a mass application. Like, a ton of, like, yeah. everyone wants to work at those companies or, yeah. um, or like, a few companies within an industry, I guess. And then um, I wouldn't say companies are almost forced to, but it would just influence them to, like, adopt it Definitely. a lot quicker and then kind of spread faster. But, I don't know. 
you kind of see that with pay. Like yeah. if a certain company in an industry or sector pays a lot more, then you know it gets competitive, and other companies kind of have to fall in line. Absolutely. Well, if they can prove that it works yeah. efficiently, like if those couple of companies, then they then other people could fall in line and at least know that like okay, this company's making it work. They're still successful. They're still making return on their investments. Then, then all the other companies could fall in line knowing that, okay, this works. Well, it was great to hear from everyone. It's great to hear everyone's goals. Our predictings will work out nicely for all of us. Also, we will see if our predictions turn out right for 2023. Go Utes. Once again, my name is DeGol. I'm Athena. I'm Canyon. And I'm Riley. And this has been Hey, hey you. you. Don't forget to give us a like, a follow, and share this episode with your friends. We hope you all had a great 2022, and we look forward to chatting with you throughout the new year.